0: Hey there, Mighty Men. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Pachkowski, founder of Men Made For More Coaching. Our business helps husbands level up their life, their leadership, and their legacy in marriage and in business. The purpose of this podcast is to bring together like-minded men that feel destined for big things in their life and provide you the resources and community that you need to lead yourself, your family, and your business. If you've ever felt overwhelmed, frustrated, lost, or alone on your journey to a better and more purposeful life, you're in the right spot. You weren't designed to be average, so it's time to quit living that way. Today, I'm giving you permission to unlock your true potential and step into all that you were made for. Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, uh, one of the most special episodes to date. I have my wife, the beautiful Dr. Lindsay on here, for, uh, for a podcast. So one, the first female on the show, on the Men Made For More podcast, and two, uh, my best friend, my partner, my business partner, my wife, and uh, really excited here. We're going to talk all things uh, business, marriage, working together, working with your spouse. Uh, we know a lot of people out there in similar situations and whether you directly work with your spouse or whether uh, you're just uh, just trying to navigate your your own business and your relationship. Uh, we've we've been on both ends of that, from uh, from having myself in the business and and Lindsay working full time somewhere else to coming on full time with our business. We are mm-hmm. excited for this one,
1: yeah. Lindsay.
0: Thank you for coming on.
1: Thanks for having me, Dave. It's fun to be on this side of it. I'm normally the one editing, so this is fun.
0: Yeah, and we, uh, to be honest, we have no idea where this one's going to go. We did not plan <laughs> anything out, so uh, we'll, uh, we'll be excited way. to to see which way, uh, which way this all takes us. So let me uh, from Lindsay's point of view, Lindsay, I want to have you fill in, uh, in less than four minutes, uh, journey from uh, just synopsis of us getting married, moving out here, me starting the business and then you coming on full-time to the business. Give that in in as brief of a way as you can for people listening.
1: All right, here we go. So Dave and I met in PT school. He was two years ahead of me in school. So by the time I graduated, he had already been working um, in a private practice and had goals and a vision to start his own practice. Um, And me as a new graduate, I was definitely looking to hone in my skills um, and and looking for a little bit more of that kind of typical PT job. Um, So we moved out to, from the Midwest, we moved out to California, to Southern California here in San Diego. Um, And I got a job at a hospital system. I started an inpatient and then transitioned to outpatient because that was definitely where I felt like my passions and skill set was, and did a little bit more specific work in women's health. And that's kind of where my passion has kind of led me. But during that time, so I was looking for kind of that like first job after being in school, kind of what I had always envisioned what my job would be. And Dave was kind of past that point and ready to dive into starting up his own business. And I still remember when we had just started dating and he had mentioned that he had wanted to start his own business. And at first I was like, what, that's crazy. Like, why wouldn't you just work for someone else and do what we kind of assumed, um, we would do. And in hindsight, so grateful that the vision that he had and the courage to be bold enough to take that on. Um, so he started inside out in 2017 and that was definitely, um, a learning process, I think, for us as a couple, um, as well as just being PTs, but not with that much business background that we had gotten. So we had been married a year basically when Dave was really starting to kind of get things going. Um, and during that time, Dave was just, you know, working pretty much per diem stuff and just kind of getting it off the ground. And then I was still working full time and a lot, it was pretty much Dave's thing. And I, kind of pictured it that way too. And it's definitely transitioned now, but a lot of it was trying to support him in any way that I could. Um, And then as the business started to grow, it definitely piqued my interest. And I was intrigued as to the type of work that he was doing and how it just looked different than the traditional PT model that I was working in. And with that, I had opportunities to help out with workshops on the weekends and kind of build up a little bit of a caseload on the side of some of the women's health stuff and just be a part of some of the business, but not all of it. And then it wasn't until this past, um, like March, April time that we really were thinking like, okay, I think we're ready to bring on someone being myself. And we had a lot of conversations about that too, because Dave was always, um, Aware that I had an interest, but he also wasn't trying to push me into it, um, which I respect him for that too.
0: Yeah, not not to cut you off. I, there was always the hope that Lindsay would would come mm-hmm. into into our <laughs> business, uh, one with her her skill set from uh, from a, a niche standpoint. There's definitely that benefit, but more so just from personality standpoint, from the energy standpoint. Uh, whenever we get on things like this everyone always just raves about her. You know? and <laughs> so, Like there's a lot of benefits to having a, having a wife like this that it's always like, Oh, she's good. She's so good on camera. She's so good on this and that. So Thank it's a, uh, but, but just that what she brings to the business from a passion standpoint, but there was always these two uh, kind of in my head, there was these two options that i built the business with the safeguard of, well, if she doesn't want to come in, if I don't want to force her, if she doesn't come in, then we'll go this route. We'll bring on a PT. We'll, we'll go this other route. But if she does, which is route I was hoping for, <laughs> then uh, that's, there, there was kind of like two separate business tracks that was building throughout that to, to leave the door open for, for her to be able to come on in, in either a limited capacity or a full capacity. And then that takes us to last,
1: Yeah, last last March. So I had put in my resignation letter at my current place um, pre-COVID stuff. And then all the COVID stuff hit. And I was working there a little bit longer until um, April when that was my last day of work, um, mid-April, and jumped right into a position that was not what we had anticipated. So I think that was a big test for us um, as a marriage and for us as business owners, um, and just figuring out what our roles are and like what that actually was, because we had envisioned, I was going to jump in doing all this patient care stuff and just like some of the marketing and whatnot, but really focusing on that patient care piece. And that basically didn't exist for a good chunk of the time that we started. So that was huge, um, for us to navigate that and to go through something that I me, mean, we couldn't have anticipated. What was going to come with that, but also being able to learn through that process, I think was so important for us and to figure out what our roles were, what we were good at, what our strengths were, what our weaknesses were, and being able to complement that and also seeing where, okay, we might not, either of us have a strength in this, but Someone has to do this job, even though it's like the taking out the trash and doing the dishes type of thing of like, no one, well, maybe some people like to do some of that, but no Mm -hmm. one really likes to do it, but it's just kind of like biting the bullet and just doing whatever that is. And so we found what those things were for us, where it was something like, okay, I don't mind this as much. So I'll do that for right now and vice versa. So I think that was a big thing of kind of, and where we're at now, I think we've definitely defined our roles a little bit more which is very important. So if you're ever working with your spouse to find the roles as much as you can, um, and that it's fluid, it doesn't have to be something that's set in stone, which that was something as well. We worked through, um, with, at least for me, I was like, well, I thought my role was this and knowing that it's fluid where sometimes you can't always be that specific thing Mm -hmm. for that.
0: Yeah. And there's a, I figured that would take longer than four minutes. So there's definitely some (laughs) things want to unpack from that. And a side note, this is also our first live podcast. So anyone that is jumping on live, Mm -hmm. we, uh, we would gladly welcome in any questions if they, if they happen to come in, but I want to emphasize what, what Lindsay was just talking about with the, from the role standpoint, if that was something that was, was I want to talk to you because it is valuable in some ways and it was it was probably harmful in some ways too of uh, when she talks about the rigidity as we had these more rigid roles that neither of us were really good at fitting into and that created more conflict mm-hmm. but I think there does have to be some uh, some lanes to stay in of some structure to say that hey this is what this is what you're going to be doing this is what I'm going to be doing and this is how we can do that because that creates a uh, it creates some boundaries, I think within, within our marriage of like, Hey, from a business standpoint, we both sat down, we agreed like, yes, this is, this is in my wheelhouse. This is in your wheelhouse. We're going to go forward with that. So that when those things come up, the equivalent of doing the dishes of uh, doing Mm -hmm. the administrative type work, that one person's not like, well, I'm always stuck doing this or, or this and that. And Mm -hmm. do you have anything you want to want to add on that front of, 'cause cause I think there, you know, we ran into problems with that. If we were, neither of us were fitting into the role. So we were butting heads in that way, but it did also help in some ways of, you know, create some, some structure and, and clarity within that.
1: Yeah. I think um, it provided clarity. I know I was laughing because when we, when I jumped into the role, I was thinking I was, cause we have some friends that are husband, wife and they work together and One's a practitioner and then the other one does more of the admin stuff. And I was like, oh, I could, I could do admin stuff. I'm like, I'm organized. I love calendars and like planning events and and that side of things. And then when we started kind of going through actually like what that looked like within the business, I realized that is not my my skill set or like mm-hmm. gift and Dave had thought like, well, you're more organized than I am for these things. So he was like, oh, she's going to be a perfect for this role. And then as That's we a were low
0: standard that uh, my organization so.
1: <laughs> as we were going through some of that stuff, I was finding like, this is really tough to manage all of these things. And I feel like I'm not that good at it where some people are just born so ready to do those things. So I think it allowed us to grow individually too. I think learning your skill set and personally, like where you're at can help you define where you can step into roles that might be a little bit of a stretch, but it, you know, that it's a temporary thing for whatever the business needs at that time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's a, uh, there's so many ways we can, we can go with this. And I, I, like, I, I love our story, but at the same time, I want to, I definitely want to get into the, the conflict and the troubles and the ways that we've had to grow from mm-hmm. it. Because if you, if you think of our timeframe, we got married in end of August 2016, and were fully cars packed. Drove out to San Diego by middle of September. So within a two week time, mm-hmm. we had you had just passed your boards. You got married. We, we got married. You got your first mm-hmm. job. We moved. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about starting a business through all of this too, which is like, why not just why not just add some yeah. more on top of that? So from, from, from your standpoint, what, uh, what were some of those stressors early on with uh, when we were really trying to just make things work? When you had your full-time job, I was picking up odd jobs just to cover bills and I'm trying to get business off the ground. What were the biggest challenges for you as a spouse to be supportive, but at the same time being like, Hey dude, we need to, we need to make ends meet.
1: Mm -hmm. I I distinctly remember there was a point where, and I, I was really trying to be as supportive as I possibly could because I'm an encourager and I wanted to support Dave and I knew that the vision that he had for the business was something that I knew was possible and he was capable of doing and knowing that it always takes longer than you think. And I was finding that with the hours that I was putting in into my typical like 40 hour week type of thing, I was like, well, I'm working full time. And I would see because his schedule wasn't as rigid because he was doing more like networking, marketing, and he was working some of the per diem jobs. So he was driving a little bit farther to work at some of these clinics and doing doing other things. It just looked different. And I was comparing a lot. And so there was a little resentment at first because I'm like, I feel like he's just like gallivanting around San Diego and I'm there working. And And it was for a little bit just like frustrating because we were still establishing what our what it meant for us to be a couple that was married, that was living together and like all of those dynamics that come with being newlyweds and then living in a new area where we had a different support system or lack of at that time of just people were across the country, but we were starting to make new friends and things like that. So I think that was a huge thing initially. And I still remember we had a conversation that, it was, it was a tough conversation because I think it had been maybe a year or so that Dave had been doing business stuff. And I was like, I don't want to say you have kind of this like timeline of like, if you're not making a certain amount by this time, like we might have to table this for a little bit and we might have to have you work a little bit more of a stable position and then come back to it or whatever that was. And that was just really tough to even bring that up because I knew how hard he was working. Even when I was trying to compare, it was like apples to oranges. They're not the same at all of like working at a clinic versus building a business. Um, But I think that was the toughest thing was lovingly supporting, but then finding that fine line of like, okay, how much can we do this and get by financially and just like quality of life and things like that, which that was tough. But I think that conversation was good because I feel like it was, it was a turning point. And I think at that point too, Dave had put so much groundwork in that there was more traction that was actually happening. So I think it fell into place pretty soon after that, Mm -hmm. um, which was huge. But yeah, I think that was one of the most challenging things for us, for our marriage, because it was going from previously where Dave had been working a stable job when I was still in school and he was Making good good money, and I was a student, and so I was like, "Oh, this is going to be so good!" And just like thinking all of these things, and then kind of having this reality hit of like, "This is different than what I think both of us pictured." Um, but we were able to get through that, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and process that.
0: Yeah, and the the comparison part is is something to uh, to dive mm-hmm. deeper into because that's something that you know, from your standpoint, obviously, you expressed how that was how that was hard for you. Of mm-hmm. hey, I'm bringing in this. This stable income, and I'm doing this from my standpoint. The, the same comparison was going on, except I had worked for two years, I lived at home. I very aggressively paid off my loans of mm-hmm. know, 50, 60, 70 thousand dollars yep. worth of debt in a couple of years. So I so I, that
1: we could I, do that. So
0: I felt like I I had earned the right to do that, but at the same mm-hmm. time, that's that's again, a comparison thing looking back on that and saying, well, I did this and then we took on more of your loans and we're still paying mm-hmm. those off. And I don't have as much okay. debt. That's uh that's stuff that was divisive though, in terms of focusing on the wrong things versus,
1: mm-hmm.
0: versus this, this vision that I have that was put on my heart, that, uh, is was not for, not for, selfish reasons of like, Hey, I want to make all this money without you. It was, it was, uh, there's, we're chasing impact and trying to communicate that vision has always been, has always been tough to get the words out of my head and, and mm-hmm. into, uh, getting you to buy into it of, Hey, this is not, this is not something I'm just doing. So I can sit at home in my PJs and uh, <laughs> post on post on Instagram. Uh, this is something that, want to have the the short-term benefit of, but also it's like long-term, like this is, we want time freedom and financial freedom for Mm -hmm. our family and be able to live a life that is, uh, you know, different than maybe the one we expected when we signed up for PT school Mm -hmm. initially of, of opening up new doors. And I want to hear, uh, have you share from, from your standpoint though, that, that difficulty of, of knowing, I mean, you said that you, you trust in my vision, you trust in me, but at the same time, it's been really hard for you to see at times. And, uh, Mm And uh, like, how have you how have you navigated through that of having to some degree of blind trust, but also at the same time trying to learn more like learn more about what's what's really inside my head, which is a lot of a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, I think um, this past the past couple of months with working within the business has been a lot um, a lot for us to talk through more on like vision and what what we're seeing, but even before that. Um, I always enjoyed when we would have our goal setting days and even just like going to a coffee shop for, for the morning and just like talking through the vision and trying to get a better idea of like, okay, well, we're doing it this way. Why, why are we doing it this way? What other things can we be doing and are seeing like Dave's ideas come to life, which has been really cool. And then being able to add into that as well now working together. But I think um, just being able to have the conversations because I think there was so much that was in, for any person that's like a visionary or more like the idea person, whether you're working with your spouse or not, it can be very challenging, which I've found that I have a lot of ideas but I have a lot, like a lot of just random ideas where Dave has more of a vision in a way of he has kind of the bigger picture from up top kind of like a bird's eye view where I'm just like an idea generator. And so we found that where Dave's looking for just ideas, he'll ask me for, you know, brainstorming and things like that. But when we're looking for direction of stuff, um, trying to ask him more questions so that he can try to talk through it a little bit more um, and being able to see maybe why he's like gravitating toward a certain topic or a certain way of doing things. Um, So I think just having those conversations and having the open communication, we've been really working through that and just being able to um, ask like, what, what do you need from me? And for, for what we've really found helpful is like, if he's working through an idea that he's like, I have this idea. And I don't really know how to verbalize it or what that is. Like we'll grab the whiteboard and start jotting down things. Or I start just like rattling off topics of stuff. And then Dave's like, no, no. Or like, yes, I like that for like, that kind of goes with what I'm thinking. And so we'll just kind of talk through it and having those conversations to actually have more of a dialogue so that he can paint the picture a little bit more and then it brings me into the idea because i think a lot of the times it was i kept telling myself oh it's dave's idea and it it wasn't necessarily his idea but it was what was in his head and he was trying to get out so that we could collaborate um and so being able to just allow him to share those things and then kind of piece off of that whatever we needed to
0: mm-hmm. yeah and with the so with that vision standpoint with what you were just saying too how has it been How's it been challenging for so this one probably more specific for people that are actually working together with their spouse uh so when one so i I had started it, I'd worked in it for two two and a half, maybe three years by the time you came in mm-hmm. how because we know it's been a tough transition in terms of getting you to adopt it saying hey we're we're co-owners like this is our thing i mm-hmm. I, I think it's always been our thing, mm-hmm. even when you were supporting with having a full-time mm-hmm. paying job, like that's, that was supporting the initial mm-hmm. stages of it. But yeah. as that's, as that's flipped, how, uh, t- talk about that transition of trying to, cause it's still something we're working through. It's, it, there's mm-hmm. still this, uh, at times it's like looking to me as, as it being my business and me looking mm-hmm. to you as being like, Hey, I, I, I'm like asking you to take more ownership mm-hmm. and to like come along more with this and to not just be, I didn't just, bring you on as an employee. Like I, I wanted a collaborator that could help like mm-hmm. add gas to the fire and, and jumps and jumpstart that. So why don't you uh hear your thoughts on, on how you're kind of working through that now, the the challenges with that and uh what you've learned from that.
1: Yeah, I think lately it's been um just taking more ownership. Um and a lot of it's confidence with skill set, my ideas and what those things are and bringing my ideas to both of us. Like when we have our like owners meetings or our staff meetings that right now it's just us, but we make that really intentional that we are talking about business stuff then. So it doesn't kind of bleed into other things, but being more intentional with my work and like having a better understanding that like, okay, this is our business. This is what I want to be doing. Um, And tapping into sometimes more of that creative side where um, just depending, like how working before I felt like some of those areas of the creative idea sides got dampened a little bit in previous settings that I had been working in. And so allowing myself to think outside the box for, okay, what would be a different way that we could market? What would be a different way that we could have this patient experience? And how can we manage whatever our systems are and like what those things look like? So being able to take ownership to that, but honestly, lately it's been just like putting more of a fire under my butt. Um, I think because Dave is such a good leader um, and being able to grind and get the work done, I was, a little complacent with different stuff because I'm like, well, he'll get it done and had to kind of face the music a little bit more of like, okay, I need to be the one doing this and taking responsibility for that. And I'm doing more of the patient care right now, which is good, but I need to also take on some of the other like owner roles and aspects of the business Um, So just trying to be more involved in ways and seeing how I can be more involved. Um, So lately, it's just been putting a little bit more of a fire under my butt and just being intentional on how I'm spending my day. So organizing my time a little bit better and things like that to really be specific on what I need to get done. Mm
0: -hmm. But for you, you you say a good leader and that I think that. There's, there's lots of ways to to clarify that where we're good leader in terms of what she's describing is okay. Maybe she's not doing as much. So I pick up the slack, but that's not always healthy from a leadership standpoint. Mm-hmm. Cause I've, I've gone the, the yo-yo of not good leadership mm-hmm. of, uh, so bringing, doing it all. bringing Lindsay on and uh, build, was building up uh, the men made for more coaching business at mm-hmm. the time too. So I was like, Oh great. Lindsay's on. So mm-hmm. now I can, really step back yeah. and focus on building this up before even giving you the training that you needed or the guidance you needed, the mentorship you needed going into this mm-hmm. new setting, just expected because you were my wife that you would just be able to, to, it. to pick it all up. <laughs> so that was one extreme. And then I've, I've just pendulum back to frustration at times of what we're just talking about of, hey, well, she's not... This didn't get done so instead of you know having the tough conversation i'm just gonna like put my head down and just do it because it's easier mm-hmm. for me to do that than to try and try and uh mentor and this is for anyone that has employees i think it's it's just an added mm-hmm. an added level of complexity when it's when it's with your when it's with your spouse yeah. uh so and i don't know if you want to talk about because i i uh i appreciate that you say good leadership but there's been plenty of times of very poor leadership on my part too especially when you first came on and not giving you the guidance you needed and and how is that i guess how is that challenge evolved from in an uncensored place from uh, from your standpoint
1: yeah well, I, th- I think i suppressed that memory actually as you brought that up <laughs> i do recall that where coming on to the team and like working with dave and Diving into everything, and I was so excited about like, oh my gosh, I just like left my like typical job, but I'm you know, I'm working in this business with my husband. This is so cool. And like, going through like learning just like what some of the systems or lack of systems that existed because Dave was used to having in a business of one, and in his brain this made sense of why he was tracking things in this way or why these things were in this area or a document or like whatever that was. And it didn't make sense though. it, It didn't. And so that was, I think, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that. Yeah. So it was a lot of stuff that I, I put on myself thinking I was not, good for that setting or like for this setting. I was like, well, maybe I can't be a business owner. Maybe I can't do that. Mm -hmm. And that's where some of the confidence stuff came in because I knew as a clinician, I'm like, no, I, I know I can treat someone. I know I'm like, I'm a good PT. I can do those things. But when it came to the business stuff, which with that transition during COVID when we weren't doing as much of the patient care, I was like, how am I supposed to be contributing and helping with this team and be his teammate and support him when I don't really get why we're doing what we're doing or what we're doing. And I had been reading some of the business books and he had kind of given me some things to look into. So I was reading them and I was like, okay, like, but it's very different applying that to your own business and doing that when you don't have that background. So that was a lot of just like learning through the through it and kind of stumbling through some of those things and there were times where I felt like, like I kind of just got like left to figure it out. Cause he was building up the men made for more stuff. And we had talked about like in the future, yes, I will do more of the clinic stuff and, and that type of thing. And then he'll be able to do some of the other business things and passions that he has, but that switch happened too quickly
0: mm-hmm. for
1: what I was ready for and what had been trained for, or even like understood big picture of the business where there was stuff that I'm like, yeah, I can schedule someone and I can do some of these things, but to be able to actually do that, I wasn't, I didn't get it. And so I think that was, I think where frustration and confidence and some of that stuff did come into play because I was like, Dave's been successful. What am I doing here? If I can't pick up that slack and do those things. And so that was something we had to definitely work through because had, had we continued on that way, that wouldn't have been good for us as a business or as a couple. Um, and just having those tough conversations and just being like open about it too. And being transparent of like, you know what, this, this sucks right now because I don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing. I want to help and I want to contribute, but I don't know what my role is. And so that's where we started to buckle down a little bit more on like what our roles were, what that looked like, and just Dave explaining more of the business and getting some of that out of his head, which was so important because then it helped give us insight into kind of what we can do. And then I was able to see where he was coming from. And then with my skill set and different things of how I was like, oh, well, we could try it maybe this way or let's let's change this or we can continue to do this and just trying to see how that would work.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's my bad on that, babe. (laughs) Now that was a, that was a tough learning experience. And that was, that was several, several months of, and that's, that's the importance of of having good, good mentorship and good other people Mm -hmm. in in your life. And it took a few months longer than would have liked it to, but Mm -hmm. needed someone to be like, whereas I was like, well, how do I get, how do I get, Essentially, I don't know how I was like something like, how do I get Lindsay to be more like to see, to be able to take on more of this role, do this and that. Yeah. And it's like, Hey mm-hmm. dude, you need to like, you need to get back in there and lead. This isn't a hands-off process. This mm-hmm. isn't something you can just, you know, expect her to do. And, and some mm-hmm. of that comes back to our, we talk about with roles and knowing what strengths are. We, mm-hmm. we assumed a strength that wasn't a strength and we would have been much better off hiring to fill uh, from a marriage standpoint and a business standpoint, hiring to fill our weaknesses versus trying to grind through the stress of like, well, mm-hmm. I'll do it, but I'm not doing it well. And I'm not succeeding at it and it's mm-hmm. taken away from other things mm-hmm. versus just uh, hiring sooner. But this was also in the middle of all the shutdowns and lockdowns and all those things too. So there was a mm-hmm. uh, definitely, definitely other dynamics in there uh, that uh, that forced us to force me to burn out just from working yeah. long hours and and running my body into the ground. And in, in a lot of mm-hmm. ways, uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's, that's something that, uh, from, from a leadership standpoint, definitely need mm-hmm. to, again, it gets back to communication though. And, and some of those things, uh, another, mm-hmm. another popular, you know, thing, I think from that, that I want to hear your thought on, cause I have my thought on it, but a lot of people talk about, oh, it must be tough. And how do you guys shut that off? And how do you guys not talk mm-hmm. about it? What, what can you speak on for, you know, and this is for whether you own a business together whether you're just both really passionate about your work
1: mm-hmm. about
0: uh what call work life balance call it uh boundaries call it what you want I, I want to hear your take from uh from as my wife for uh, what your what your thoughts are on on those boundaries those conversations it, there's going to be people on both extremes and mm-hmm. want to hear your insight on that
1: Yeah so I I think initially, and it still kind of comes in here and there, when you work with your spouse, there's a lot that blends together, but you have the ability to create boundaries. Um, So for myself, I was not the best at setting boundaries where It would be the end of like the workday and I would still like check my email here and there, or I would check some of our social media stuff, like just in case someone reached out Um, or I would be talking about some sort of like, oh, did you email so-and-so? And And just because that's sometimes just how my brain works. If I think about it, I just want to say it or like I need to write it down. And quickly found that Dave is very good about shutting off work and he is done with work at that time. So, learning what your spouse is kind of what their natural way that they respond to ending their workday is really important. So that was a learning process, but was able to then, so if I do have something that I'm like, oh, I meant to ask him about that earlier, but it's now like seven o'clock at night and we're, you it's know. just close to my bedtime. Yeah, pretty much. So we're like winding down for the night and stuff like that. And then being able to write it down or put a note somewhere or whatever that is, or set a reminder in my phone so that tomorrow morning I can email him or message him or whatever that is and ask him about it. So being able to do that because that's been important, but I think it's such a blessing though, working with your spouse, being able to like, we can do business meetings and we can see big picture of what we're doing this for that. Yes, we're doing this for the business, but we're doing this for also just our lives and the impact that we want to have on people um, in in this area and also just like across the country and everything like that. And like what that looks like for our families and what, you know, just like who we're interacting with and relationships are so important for us. So having that opportunity with doing that with your spouse, I think is such a, such a blessing, even when, yes, sometimes we do talk about business things, not during business hours, but when that's your livelihood of like, this is what's, allowing you to live the lifestyle that you're choosing to live, I think it's going to come up. And it's when you're after things that you're passionate about and you're on the same page with your spouse, I think it's not necessarily thought of as work. And I think that's been a big thing for us to have that understanding where at first I was thinking it was just all about work, but it's really not. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I like what you said about the being able to chase the the degree of impact that we're after and the mm-hmm. the ripple effect we want to have in our family and our friends and our local community and the the footprint that we can have as this business is something in our in our minds and our opinions unlike anything that we can have working somewhere else mm-hmm. in, in our specific situation and that's that's not to that's not to say anything against uh working a a stable job necessarily or doing any of those things. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's, there's a hundred percent a need for that, but for what was placed in our hearts and the impact we wanted to have to be able to do that together is awesome because I've had that since 2014 or so. Mm -hmm. And there was some unknown for me of, well, like maybe I want this kind of impact and you like, I I wasn't Mm -hmm. sure what you necessarily wanted for a, for a period of time in terms mm-hmm. of, from a work standpoint, because that wasn't something that was a, was necessarily a, as much of a priority for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the conversations too, to just the one thing I wanted to expand on that is that we, 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 we don't limit ideas and we don't limit our dreams and we don't limit mm-hmm. our vision when it comes to communication, where we say work, work standpoint cuts off here, but the work's, the work stuff that cuts off is to-do lists, tasks, mm-hmm. emails, people to reach, new lead contacted us. Did you mm-hmm. talk to this person? Did you get this project done? Mm-hmm. Those are the things that we have firmer boundaries with. Yeah. And the ideas though of, of, Hey, what, like, what excited you did? Like, if you had someone that, Hey, they, they came in and they're doing so much better and they're back to like, I'm not, we're not like, Oh, nope. Like, it's, yeah. uh, it's seven o'clock. So I'll be talking. talking about that. The stuff mm-hmm. that's exciting to us is I, I don't, I don't believe in setting that firm of boundaries mm-hmm. on that side of things. Cause then that creates problems of suppressing the things that you're really excited about. And cause we spend mm-hmm. so much time working. There's uh, a lot of excitement that comes, comes from work and being mm-hmm. able to talk about those things, I think is, is really important.
1: Mm-hmm. One thing I also wanted to touch on, and I know every situation with business is different. I think some people have talked about like, oh, how could you work with your spouse all day long? And I know some, depending on obviously the work that you're doing and different stuff, um, we really don't spend that much time during the workday together because we, we divide and conquer a little bit, but we also found that we are better at getting our work done when we're not in the same room. Um, partially because I'm the one that's starting the conversations, talking about other random things for like our weekend plans and stuff like that. But being able to have those, um, having the capability to work with your spouse, but we still are doing enough stuff that's different that we can still come back at the end of the day, circle back and, talk about like, how was your day? What did you, like, what did you do today? Um, and we have different like systems in place on like more of the business specific side of things that we have updates for the end of the workday, but just even hearing more about like, oh, I I saw you had, you know, an appointment with so-and-so and so-and-so, or you had a call with this person, like, how did that go? How are they doing? And hearing that, because that's like Dave was saying, that's what we're passionate about is, is the the impact and what we're doing. And so it's been fun to see how that looks even just at the end of the day. And it's really the days go by and we're like, dude, like that whole week went by and we were both doing a lot of stuff, but like we barely connected sometimes until the evening or like just a little bit in the mornings before going into work. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's good. And last, uh, last big topic I wanted mm-hmm. to uh, want to get to as we're talking here is it's, it's hard work. And you mentioned this a couple of times. It's uh, it's hard work any kind of business starting getting anything mm-hmm. off the ground. It takes, uh, just, I was just talking to a, a client about this earlier is it, it takes whatever you think it's going to take the amount of effort, time, money, and all that. It's like multiply that by 10. in, in some cases mm-hmm. of it takes, it takes a lot more than you think to get things off the ground. And I have a personality that is uh, for whatever reason, and, and this is as much a positive as is a negative of delayed gratification is, is not, as much of an issue for me, I don't know, it, whether it's athletic upbringing or mm-hmm. for whatever reason, that's, that's hardwired in me that I can, I can see something five years down the road and be like, this is what I need to do every single day. And I, to a fault, don't, uh, don't stop to enjoy successes. Sometimes don't stop to mm-hmm. reward myself. It's like, Hey, no, almost to the point of like force, force suffering mm-hmm. on us. <laughs> but, uh, I want to hear from your stand because you because you're the exact opposite of uh, of how how has that been of of us finding that and I don't know if we want to call it a middle ground, but uh, I don't know if you have anything you want to want to speak on this because we are very opposite in that, and business requires this long term outlook of saying, hey, this is what we need to do like yes, because it's been really hard for you if we see other people
1: mm-hmm.
0: taking trips, buying houses, doing mm-hmm. these things that uh, we not because we don't want to do them, but we we have reinvested into the business in some ways. We have mm-hmm. we have lived a different lifestyle, wanting to pay down our debt aggressively. Like mm-hmm. just in general, we've we've uh, you know lived a lifestyle that's a little different. How has that mm-hmm. been as an adjustment for you, as being someone who is definitely not in the delayed gratification yeah category?
1: Yeah, I think for me, definitely the when you talk about the fitness side of things, that makes sense to me. I get if I'm training for a certain thing. I understand the day to day that goes into it. And obviously we see that with working in physical therapy. You see that with the overtime, the work that people need to do over time. So like, I get it from that standpoint, but from a business standpoint, that was such a new, and it still is such a new thing to me. And I think the difference of how much to push the pedal uh, without burning out, because you can yes, wake up every day and like pedal to the metal, grind it out, do the work. But how long can you do that to sustain it? And so making, I think having the clarity in our vision for our business and for also just what what we're working towards, like when we're talking about a bigger picture of us um, and the impact that we want to have and the lifestyle that we want to live and like what that means, um, That has been something that's still, it's it's been like a slow burn, I would say of like, I get it, but I haven't had the like huge flame of like, this is why I'm doing this, but I see the big picture, but it's also really challenging sometimes to actually do some of the day-to-day work and then remember like, okay, if I take a step back, this is gonna help us get to here and this is gonna help there and like what that looks like. So that's been been challenging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think the, I, I guess I'd say the biggest thing that's helped us in that area would be constantly, re not constantly, but frequently revisiting that vision, connecting mm-hmm. it to our emotion of, of why are we doing this? What's our, mm-hmm. what's our why behind it? Some of those same goal setting uh, mm-hmm. episodes have done in the past of the importance of connecting it to emotion of identifying a strong why of goal setting to the now some of those different things that mm-hmm. we talked through with uh, on the coaching client side of things. And, uh, all those things are important to continue to revisit because that reminds us of, of why we're doing it. But at the same time that, uh, you know, that, that isn't, isn't always gratifying on its own where, where Lindsay's helped me to be able to step back for a weekend and be like, okay, we're working on Saturdays is no problem working Monday through Saturday. always, always have Sundays off, but working Monday through Saturdays is, is no big thing to me, but seeing that, okay, if I take. A Saturday off, like the business doesn't crumble we still yeah. we still survive like all the same things happen and uh you know and I guess from the other side of of showing you, i guess meeting you know having you see the importance though of of mm-hmm. having to do what other people are normally doing, where we don't have mm-hmm. the luxury to be able to have lazy Saturday Sundays every single weekend of the mm-hmm. month if we want to get to the place that we want to get to. Mm
1: -hmm. I think with that too, learning the like quality over quantity for the work that we're doing. And that's still something that kind of ebbs and flows throughout, (laughs) throughout the day, even, or throughout the week for me, especially um, where if I'm really working on something and I'm actually dialed in and my phone is not next to me and I'm just doing whatever I've set out to do, then I can be really efficient. But if I have a ton of other distractions that I'm not as efficient and something that could have taken me maybe an hour, hour and a half extended and lasted throughout the day. And then I'm like, oh, I worked all day and I feel like I got nothing done. And that's my fault because I was trying to like multitask and multitasking of things that weren't necessary to do where if I could have just done that in the hour and a half, I would have had ample time to, you know, work out, see a friend and, you know, do something else too. And so I think it's working smarter, not harder, is something that um, kind of took that into, into practice during PT school with studying as well. And then, which Dave kind of brought me into that mindset a little bit more as well, but um, doing which, that. Which mindset? The smarter, not harder of like the good quality hours.
0: Just, that's because he would just like student. cram he would cram but,
1: but I was it was better for me to just get quality hours of studying or for now quality hours of work versus trying to spread it out and thinking that just because I spent eight hours working on this I should it should be better or I should know the information better when if I just focus on it it's more efficient
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff and uh I would love to Hear feedback from people if this podcast has been mm-hmm. helpful. I would yeah, love uh, love to answer any follow up questions. Uh, if something you want to see again, we uh, <laughs> there's a lot of things we can <laughs> talk about on this. If it was something I was like, eh, not not a uh, not a uh, not exactly what we're looking forward with mm-hmm. the show. Uh, always looking for feedback, but I want to to land the plane. We're gonna do some rapid fire questions for you. So, oh, ready? okay,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I'm just gonna think of these on the fly. I don't have anything prepared. <laughs> so, Great. biggest uh, biggest. Challenge working with your spouse, myself.
1: Oh, um, I think you're very good about shutting off to the world in a way of like he doesn't check his phone until like later in the afternoon, and even like Honor One, like messaging thing, like he won't check that as much, which is, I commend him for that, but I think it's challenging if I'm like waiting to ask a question and I know that he's not checking something until noon. I'm like, okay, I can find something else to do. So I think that's been a challenge, but Mm -hmm. also huge respect for that to like actually hunker down and work like you do.
0: See see how great she is that she can turn a a negative into a a (laughs) positive. And that that can be frustrating from a standpoint of if she's looking for leadership Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm not, I'm not available. Uh, (laughs) Most rewarding thing about working together.
1: Oh, being able to celebrate together. I think seeing the fruits of our labor, um, and just being able to see that come to life and seeing the vision that Dave had, what we've had, and just being able to do that. And when we can celebrate and enjoy those things, it's even more special because we're like, oh my gosh, we've, we've done this and we've been blessed to be able to, to do this now. And like, you get more excited about what else we can do.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. One thing you would say to uh, a spouse, a wife supporting a husband who's starting a business or just getting into business.
1: Mm, I would say, listen, I learned that a lot that I needed to be a better listener. Um, So listen and also be an encourager where I mean, the Bible says that as a wife, <clears throat> we're the helper and to not take that as like a passive thing that you are the helper being able to help whatever that looks like. Um, and so whether that's being the encourager when they need it the most, that there were days where you know, Dave reached out to so many people or he met up with, you know, all these people and hoping that something would kind of hit or that he'd have more leads or whatever that was in those early stages. And knowing that that can take a toll mentally and emotionally and just being that support, um, I think it's huge because especially for as women, we we show our emotions more and we're the more likely the first to come home from work or do something and be like, oh my gosh, I had a terrible day and start talking, talking, talking about it. Um, and guys don't always do that. I mean, I know there's some that do, but guys don't always do that and they bottle it up. And then that over time not allowing themselves to express those feelings or emotions can, can be really, really tough. So being able to make sure that they feel heard, respected and that you're encouraging them.
0: I'm a big bottler up too. So mm-hmm. that's a, yeah, <laughs> uh, what would you say to husband, wife looking to go all in on their dreams? They're burning the boats. They're jumping in. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what's one thing you would say to them?
1: Mm, do it. Um, that would, but I would say, um, just think like no limits. I think we we've come from thinking inside the box and have been able to think more outside the box. Whether that's through other people's coaching and just seeing other people's lifestyles and whatever that is and whatever that means to you, like you have the ability to create the lifestyle that you want with the person that is your best friend, that is your, you know, your partner, your person, your, your lover and like everything like that. And it's, it's so exciting and it's so Challenging at the same time, so get ready for a, a fun little roller coaster and an adventure. But it's also just so so cool. So yeah, I would say just go for it. Think outside the box, no limits, um, and just being able to to pursue it and find the people that support your guys's vision and your dreams. Um, whether that, I mean, each other too, but then finding other people to support you. Um, with that, because that has been huge for us to have people that really believe in us and believe in what we're about and what we're trying to do and what we're trying to create and build. And that gives us the fire and more fuel to the fire and stuff like that too. I think it's really big.
0: Mm -hmm. That's good. Mm -hmm. What's uh, what's the one thing that excites you most about the direction of inside out strength and performance?
1: Ooh, I'm excited. We're, um, We're really buckling down on our women's health um, and being able to help those active moms. Um, That's a passion of mine is helping active moms get back to exercise and restoring their fitness after having a baby. Um, So that's huge. And we're shifting that because I'm taking on more of the patient care. So it's naturally kind of happening that way. But I'm excited to take that on and take on that ownership like we were talking before and seeing what that looks like on the patient care side and what we can do in the clinic and all of that. Um, so I'm excited to, to build that up more and to create that. Cause that's a passion of mine for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: That's good. And being on the men made for more podcast, mm. what excites you the most about what you've seen in the growth of men made for more and the direction of men made for more coaching.
1: Oh man. I, I'm excited because it's like, giving more guys the tools that they can be the better, the better person and be a better person for their spouse, for their family. And like, whatever that looks like, I'm just excited to see that these guys are getting equipped, that they're getting equipped with the tools, with the support, with the the community that's growing and just like what that looks like. And everyone has their own personal journey. But I think with the people that have been on the podcast and the individual episodes, there's so much great stuff that people can really start applying. And so I'm just excited to see that there's there's guys out there that are willing to invest in themselves to be better men and not to say that there's bad men, you know, like not saying that, but it's like just to always be trying to be a little bit better and And just going after that, I, um, I've just been excited to see the growth with men made for more and what that looks like and what, what it stands for. Um, and just the, the interest, um, that when Dave had brought it up that he wanted to be doing, um, men made for more and stuff, it was just like, oh my gosh, that is spot on with, I think what, what people are needing right now. And I'm, we're seeing that right now with the growth that it's having. So it's been really cool to see that there's, there's guys out there ready to equip themselves and ready to learn. And they're hungry for that growth. And I think that's huge Mm -hmm. because that in turn will help generations to come as well as families and marriages and all of that stuff, because if they're not leading well, it, it, it has a trickle down effect. And so I think that's so, so important. Mm I love it. I love it. The mission.
0: Yep. Last question as we wrap up here. What encouragement, uh, what would you say to, and this is, this is not related to business. It's just general marriage. People are clashing, struggling. Mm -hmm. We've been there. We've, we've clashed. We struggled. We've Mm -hmm. grown through it. What, uh, what encouragement can you speak to a couple that feels like they're on the rocks that feels like they're just you know, ships in the night missing each other; that they're mm-hmm. butting heads or they're they're feeling disconnected. Uh, what uh, what encouragement can you give in in
1: that area? Mm. Great question. First thing that comes to mind is a phrase that we use often when when we have um, conflict, and that's same team. That is something that we we started that. Like within the person, like when we were dating, but like within the first month of marriage, we really started to bring that into if there was a conflict. And what I mean by that is you're on the same team with your spouse. You aren't on opposite teams fighting for one thing or another. And I get that there's times where you might disagree on something, but you're still the same team that you... You can support one another. You can still disagree or have a different opinion, but in the end, your, your role is to support and love one another. Um, and I, I know that there's definitely times where that's easier said than done. Um, but being able to remember that you're on the same team, um, that's, that's so important because if you're supporting one another and being able to talk through, through that, and being on the same team, I think is huge. Yep. Same team.
0: Yep. I uh agree with that. That's been a big thing for us. And yeah. uh I guess the only thing I would add to that, the same team is a big thing, but uh continuing to work on yourselves individually and collectively. Mm-hmm. It it can't mm-hmm. it can't just be a collective thing. We have to be making sure we're looking at the person in the mirror that we're improving ourselves, we're leading mm-hmm. ourselves, we're showing up the best that we can. Individually, so that we can we can pour back on our relationship, so that we can be there to show up, that we can withstand those things, those disagreements, yeah. of those periods where um, we're not seeing on the same page, but knowing that uh, we're not trying to change the other person, we're not trying to do that. We're just trying to uh, just know that we're we're on that journey together. So mm-hmm. love it, love you, love uh, love love having you on here. And uh, parting words in less than thirty seconds before we uh, before we cut this one off.
1: Oh, thanks for having me on the show. Honored to be the first female on Men Made for More, um, but just excited to see the direction of everything and being able to work with Dave is is a very fun and great blessing to be working with him.
0: Mm-hmm. Right back at you, babe. Mm-hmm. Uh, would love to hear feedback from you guys. Uh, hit uh, hit Dr. Lindsay up. Dr. Lindsay Pack is on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Hit me up. Dr. Dave Pack should be easy enough to remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, love to hear from you guys too. If you want to shoot me a text, 760-477-4361. Uh, shoot me a text with uh, just feedback on it, what you guys thought. would love to connect with you that way if that's easier as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thanks for letting my wife, my beautiful wife, Grace, this this podcast and uh, excited to get the, the feedback from you guys. would love to love to hear from you guys on, uh, what you thought, what, uh, what takeaways you had mm-hmm. and, uh, any follow-up questions as needed, would be happy to, uh, connect with you guys that way. So love all you guys for listening to, uh, as always appreciate the support. Appreciate you guys investing in yourself. Appreciate you taking the time to, uh, to just spend on a, listening to a podcast, soaking up the information and, Mm -hmm. and doing more uh, to grow. So uh, reach out, uh, text us, DM us on on Instagram and uh, we will be talking to you guys very soon.
1: Awesome. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening today, guys. I'm believing that even if you apply one thing from today's show, you're taking one step closer to living as the man you were made to be. Meaningful change doesn't happen overnight. So keep showing up and keep consistent every single day until good things start to happen. If you haven't already, taking 60 seconds to write a review on whatever platform you're listening on goes a long way in growing this podcast and reaching other men just like you that are hungry for more in their life. If you have any questions on today's show, feedback, or content you want to see more of, shoot me a text. Yep, text me. 760-477-4361. At 760 4361 Let me know that you're listening in so I can personally thank you for your support of myself and the show. That's it for today, guys. It's time to raise your standard for yourself. Stop settling for just getting by. Go all in on your passions and the life you were made for. I love you guys and talk to you soon.